welcome to another episode of HearthCast.com, your source for insight, information, hints, tips, tricks, knowledge, facts, and fiction about the world of Warcraft. We thank you for listening this and every week, both to our main show on Tuesdays, our shortcasts, and any other event we might produce here at HearthCast.com. Got any questions, comments, shoutouts, or salutations? Send them on in to contribute at HearthCast.com or use our submission form on the HearthCast.com website or leave us a voice message at 321-558-7637. We're going to break from our normal routine, which hasn't been too normal here lately anyhow, and introduce a new segment this week, Roots Commute, where I share my time on the road with you, our loyal audience. Yes, I risk my life for you all by pushing my feeble attention span to the limits just to bring you some more insights from the world of Warcraft. So without further delay, HearthCast.com is proud to present the inaugural episode of Roots Commute. Hey, welcome to Roots Commute on a rainy day here in Orlando, Florida. I have my special guest, Freckleface. Hey, Freckleface. What's Hi. up? Hi, Root. How are you? I'm, well, outside of driving in the rain, doing great. Today we're going to go over some uh, uh, a listener email. Lighthawk sent us an email, and he had some questions about guilds, specifically what the role of guilds were in the world of Warcraft. So I figured, you know what, driving home, in the rain, let's talk about World of Warcraft and guilds. Alright, well let's not make hand gestures when you're driving. We're going to keep both hands on the steering wheel. <laughs> let's keep freckle face and root alive here. This is a very interesting subject of guilds. Um, first thing we want, kind of want to go over is the core functionality of a guild. Just what Blizzard has implemented. You know, you got your bank, um, different members can put stuff in, take it out. The guild master can manage how much people can take out. You got the chat channel. Own little personal channel just for your guild members. You have a calendar, which lets you view events, invite your guildies to events, and let them you know, um, accept or deny that request. And then you have a structuring of the guild, which different ranks and you can rename them to go with the theme of your name. You can also put notes in there. You can make public notes that everyone can see and then officer's notes that only people of a certain rank can see. Right, I like the big, you know, just the fact that it's a, you know, more than just a social gathering place. You know, more than just social order and calendaring and everything else because, I mean, there are different types of guilds that World of Warcraft has, kind of for different players. So what are some of the types of guilds that you've seen in the game? Well, one thing that I've seen is there is a private guild, and that can either be just one person or a group of friends, and it's just people who want to use that functionality, the bank, the rankings, the calendar, just for their own friends, and they're not looking for any new people whatsoever. It's a private guild. So probably like people you work with or just a tight, you know, group of friends or family that don't want, you know... Just, just a tight group, or if you just want a convenient way to keep all your stuff if you just have that much stuff. Oh, okay. Um, the other type of guild is a social guild. Right. Um, they're pretty open. They're casual. They probably won't require you to be 80. And they really kind of screen people more based on their personality and how much they contribute in chat not and how many people they can bring in. Right, so basically it's social guild, it's all the social aspects of it. Not necessarily hardcore gamers, but they're people who like having fun with the game and kind of like, you know, helping each other out and being part of a big, you know, for lack of a better word, family. Right. 
And then the last one is the goal-oriented guild, or what was it, progression guild? Right, a progression guild. And they can be focused on raiding, in-game content, PvPing, um, or anything else. Some of them are twink guilds, which they, again, go out and PvP, but those guilds are selective and they require a screening process. Usually they will inspect your gear, inspect your achievements. Um, you might have to do some runs with them a few times before you're admitted. Um, you might have to do an interview. It just depends on how strict they are in their screening process. Alright, so we got you know, these different types of guilds in the game. Basically, it looks like any type of player, depending on your playstyle, you'll probably find a guild that, that fits you. And we've talked about, you know, what you get out of a guild with the guild bank and calendar and everything else. But, you know, what are some of the other benefits that a guild is going to give a person who's playing the game of World of Warcraft? Well, hopefully you'll make some friends out of a good guild um, just because you're there with them every day. They're in the chat channel. And hopefully you can make some connections that way. Um, one thing I like to do is if I have questions about, you know, two different types of gear, I don't know which one to pick or... Anything else, like kind of advice questions, I'd like to ask that in Guild because you ask in Trade Chat, I mean, what kind of responses would you get in Trade Chat if you try to ask advice? Um, I'm going to go with your mom. That's about right. Um, <laughs> but no, but in Guild, people are there to help each other, so they will usually give you at least an honest answer even if they don't know it. Some Guild members, if they're, if they're cool and they're nice, they will take you on runs. They'll help you with quests. Um, we've had some good luck in our guild. I think we have some we have some really cool people that actually run us to get specific gear that drops from a specific boss. So, you know, I'm always humbled when, you know, some of our guildies take me on a, a run, specifically me or you and I, whatever, when that run is designed just for me to get a particular drop. And I'm always just, it always makes me feel just a little, you know, a little humbled, a little proud uh, to know that, them, you know, that's for me. So it's a really cool thing for them to do. It is. And you, you can also trade runs if you if you have a friend who you both have lobbies. You know, you can run them through S&M a few times and they can run you through stock. You know, or what, or what have you. And that kind of leads to the next benefit of a good guild is the trading of goods and services. I mean, we've talked a lot about how just dependent we are on other players to be able to succeed. Every profession and every class has something that the other players need. Right. And if you don't have any friends or connections or guild guild members that you trust, you're going to pay through the nose for those types of things. Oh, and absolutely. I got my uh, Titan Steel Spellblade or whatever it is, my weapon that I have. Uh, and all it cost me was materials, which I already had. So, really, it didn't cost me any kind of gold whatsoever. Exactly. And if you... And if everyone's going back and forth with that, they're they're not charging crafting fees, they're not charging to open log boxes or ports or summons or whatnot. Then you have a nice little network of people who are saving each other money and who are helping each other out. Right, and you also have to worry about people ripping you off and stealing stuff from you. Oh, like in in um, in groups. Right, when they're group moving, yeah, anybody ninjing, you know, the boss drops from you at the last minute or whatever. Oh, that's so true. And when you have a nice guild, when there are a lot of people on, it is so much easier just to throw together five people out of the members that are on than to go try to find, you know, four others who want to do the same instance at the same time and get a good class balance. The other thing I like about 
being in a guild, specifically on a PvP server, is if I go somewhere and I get ganked repeatedly, you know, one time ganked, you know, you're gonna live with it. But if I've got somebody camping me or a couple of guys camping me, and I put a little shout out to the guild, usually it's not too long before that area is crawling with my guild mates, you know, ready to, to just to throw down with you know the opposing faction that happens to be there. So I bet you might be wondering, well. How do I get some of these good benefits of being in a good guild? Hey, Freckleface, you know what I'm wondering? What are you wondering? How to get some of these good benefits of being in a guild. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, finding a guild isn't always easy. There are plenty of guilds that do advertise and trade chat. Um, that's something to definitely try out. But a lot of times the ones that are advertising are the ones who are just starting out and they're just looking for numbers just for the sake of numbers and that's not necessarily going to be a guild that's going to be beneficial although you know I definitely wouldn't discourage you from you know talking to the person who's recruiting but there's a few resources that's available outside of the actual game um, even on the World of Warcraft site there's forums there's a new blizzard with a guild headhunter yeah there's a headhunter app or soft website that they've got out there that right now. Some of the guilds have websites. I mean, there's Facebook applications even. And we've talked about this a little bit before. Um, now, if you if you group with someone and you enjoy playing with them and you're looking for a guild, you know, just ask them if their guild is recruiting. Right. Because again, chances are, if you liked playing with them, you probably like playing with their guild members too. Now, when you're in that recruiting stage, there's a few things to consider whether or not you'd be a good fit for the guild. There's things like age group. Um, if you're if you're joining it and, and, and the vast majority of the other members are of a different age group with you, you know, you're not going to have as much to talk about, and you just might not enjoy it as much. So it's, it's a good thing to know whether or not looking for 18 plus or if it's for you know the kind of the younger crowd. Another thing that you need to know just up front is what kind of language they use, whether they accept adult language or if it's, you know, just family oriented. Because the last thing you would do is going to go there and offend people. Or um, be offended. Or be way. offended, exactly. If, if you don't want to hear that kind of thing, then you don't want to go into a guild where they talk like. A different way than you talk. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I had this situation once with a guild where, uh, you know, I've got little ears in the house, and uh, there was some quote, you know, quote unquote mature language on on their uh, audio chat, and I had to, you know, really keep that in check. And after asking them a couple times and kind of getting laughed at, I realized, you know, it may, it may not be the guild for me. So that was one of my one of my departures. Alright, and then um, when you're looking at the size of the guild, um, the size and how long they've been around will give you a good in indication of if the guild is growing in the right direction. If they've only got a handful of members and they've just started out, they could grow, they could become something good, but you know, there's always a chance that everything might just dwindle down. But if you find some, some guild that's been established for a few years, have a pretty good size, that's a good indication that they have something going on for them. And the last thing you want to consider is the name. Because your name will be above your head wherever you go, and you do not want something that's stupid or going to embarrass you, or 
it, you know, might offend people. Or, or really make the other fraction upset, because then you just get ganked all the time. That's true. Well, some of us don't mind that, but... <laughs> but I don't really like to join guilds that... I like to have a funny name or something that is kind of cute and clever. I don't like stuff that... Kind of boring. That sounds too, yeah, either too, too boring stuffy. or too RP or whatever. Well, right. I, I get that, and, that, and that's the beauty of the game is that there's there's something for everybody in there. Now, what are what are some suggestions that you have for people when they first join a guild? Because there's always that little, I don't know, it's 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 almost like the dating period where you're just trying to get to know each other, the guild, how it works, what your role is, and everything. So, what are some tips that you can give our listeners? Uh, on joining a guild, what to do like the first ten minutes when you're when you're in a guild? Well, the first thing you do is to say hi to everyone. Obviously, um, the the worst thing you can do is to go in and immediately start asking for runs or for to, or to borrow money. Now, what you want to do when you join a guild, and really this is true anything go to you want to show what you can give, what you can do for the guild, and once you've established yourself as a person who has resources to offer, then people will turn right back around and help you out with whatever you need. So in other words, don't be a leech when you first show up. Exactly. That's the biggest turn off for me. That that will get someone kicked out before they've been there 24 hours. If they come in immediately after joining and all they want to do is beg. Right. What about like their chat servers, event servers, Ventrilo servers, or anything else? Event servers are a great way to get to know someone. I mean, you can be as active as you want to in guild chat, but if you want to take it to the next level and like really kind of get to know that person, Ventrilo is awesome for that because you know you just can't convey your personality through typing. Right. And I know there's been a lot of times where I'm not even in game and I'll have vent on and I'll talk to people who are you know running around in the game or whatever and just I'll just you know be talking with them while I'm working and doing something else. Yeah, so. that's, that's how you make friends, and when you make friends and those people will watch out for you, they will do whatever they can to help you out. And then they beg for you to come on and join their, their 10-man VOA. Exactly, because so. they want you to get geared up. <laughs> that's right. Now, when you are in that process of looking for a guild, you know, give give every guild a little bit of a chance. Don't just hop around because it's not, because you're not receiving as soon as you get in there. Because guilds really do value loyalty. If you, you know, if you're there through, you know, people's spats and the drama, and you stay there and you don't quit, you'll have much more respect than the person who gets a little mad and they quit and they come back. And it's just good to to stay and to give them a chance. And if it's a bad fit, of course, you know, try out some new guilds, but don't just do it randomly. Right, in other words, establish a little bit of a track record with the guild that you're with. Because, you know, not everything's going to be, you know, peaches and cream. It's not going to be red roses. But there's going to be times where, you know, you're not just going to guild part at the first disagreement or the first time that somebody accidentally calls you a name for, you know, not joining their raid group or something. All right, so that, you know, really, we've kind of covered everything that we can in the uh, short amount of time we have here about guilds in-game. You know, they're more than just a bank. They're more than just, you know, a, a meeting place for friends. And it's something that can really add a lot of value to the game of World of Warcraft, not just in what you can get from the game, but what you can give back to the game. 
and it really does make things a lot easier, I think, in the long run, to be part of a good guild uh, that 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 echoes your gaming style and how you play the game. And if you're like some people from our guild, you may end up, you know, flying across the country to meet someone you met through guild chat. That's right. You make lifelong friends. Lifelong friends. So this has been Root and Freckleface on Root's Commute. Join us this Tuesday for our full-length podcast at hearthcast.com. Full of information, insights, lore, fishing secrets, making money, gold, and everything else that we can possibly throw at you in the lot of time we have for our podcast. So until next time, thanks for listening and have a great day.